Welcome to the Marketing Growth Podcast. I'm your host, Shane Barker, and we have Brian Clayton again to talk about the evolution of the landscaping industry. For listeners who are joining us for the first time, here's a quick recap. On previous episodes, Brian discussed what his company, GreenPal, does and how he bootstrapped the business. Today, I want to know from him, what does the future of the lawn care business look like? Let's get the conversation started. I think I, I want to touch on that a little more because for me, once again, just a very different industry, right? Like an industry that, you know, you started off and you literally haven't left, like since your one lawn that you mowed 20 something years ago, 30 years ago, whatever it was. Um, like, I, I want to talk about the evolution of the industry, right? Because obviously tech being a big thing with apps and everything like that became a big thing. You were out there knocking on doors. That was your app was knocking on a door and saying, Hey, Helen, I'm, you know, I'm Brian, I'm your next door neighbor. And you might see me out there working on my dad's car. And I was wondering if you, you know, would let me mow your lawn for $12. And they said, not a problem. It's hotter than the devil's toenails out there. I don't want to do my lawns and I'd love for you to do it. You're young and going at it and you're an entrepreneur. So tell me about the evolution that you've seen of the industry. Yeah. In, in some ways it has evolved a lot. In some ways it, it has, you know, like apps like ours make it run like the 21st century. But in, in many ways, it's the same exact thing it was 25 years ago when I got started. 90% of contractors are still doing pen and pad calendars, still doing spreadsheets, still doing paper invoices, still doing uh, flyers, still doing direct mail. And so in many ways, it, it runs smoother because of SaaS products and, and apps like, like ours that, that help make it run like it should. But in other ways, the majority of it is still very much the same. And and so that's kind of like our platform's job is to try to bring this 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 antiquated kind of blue collar industry forward and make it run like it should make it run magical just like pushing a phone pushing a button on your phone and magic happens and that's kind of like an opportunity for a lot of small business owners is to rebuild your business from the inside out using technology um, i think every small business is going to be a tech business in 10 years or maybe even five and so as a, you know small business owners listening to this it doesn't matter if you've got a barbershop, a construction company, a restaurant, you know, whatever, you need to look for every like point of your customer's experience and figure out ways you can leverage technology off the shelf to make that run smoother. Because that's one thing I noticed running a blue collar business, uh, selling it and then starting a tech company. You know, I was like, if I had known all of these things, building software in my first analog business, I could have like made so much more profit with less headache and less less overhead um, and and ran a much better business if I had known all this stuff back then. And so I think there's an opportunity for like small business owners who are like tech first, tech forward to really kind of whip their competition's butt. Yeah, and I, I think that's the thing is the hardest part is, and you're obviously understand this in the, in the lawn care industry or landscaping is that it's very old, right? I mean, it's like in a lot of these guys, this is the way they've always done it and to go jump in the tech side of things. Now, these guys are going to be retiring right. and giving the business to their sons or daughters or selling their business. And somebody else is going to go and say, hey, I feel like we could do like, you know, invoicing takes 10 hours a week. Like it really shouldn't take that long. Like if we right, there's better ways of doing it. And, and so I think that's right. what you're looked at is like, hey, how can we how can we make this better? Like <clears throat> there's still the same questions that are being asked, but we can put that in an app. Like like I said, I just use your guys's app. I went through it. I was like, oh, let me look at the, the you know user experience and kind of see it's stupid easy. I'm clicking a few buttons and I like, I don't even think I clicked all the way through. And all of a sudden I start getting there like, Hey, John wants to mow your lawn tomorrow. You know? And I'm like tomorrow, like I it just, you guys thought about what you were dealing with offline and you guys have made it. So now you can do this online, right? Where it makes it easy. Cause once again, we're talking about mowing lawns. We're not talking about, you know, 
brain surgery. We're not talking about, you know, whatever that, it's not something that should be crazy intensive. Like it's like literally there's somebody that wants to do it. There's somebody that needs it. Let's put them together and make that process seamless. I think you guys have done an awesome job of doing that, right? And I think that's what that's what's cool about that. So when we talk about, you know, we talk about like the industry of landscaping and how competitive it is, if somebody was to jump into the landscaping business, I mean, do you think there's still room for, you know, obviously I think for, I was about to answer the question for you. I think so. But do you think there's room for people that want to get in landscaping? Obviously they can leverage your guys' platform, be able to get in there real easily and be able to use the platform to get instant business, Right. I mean, that's I, I kind of think that's what we're seeing. But do you think it's too competitive? Do you think there's too many landscapers out there? You feel like there's more room. No, there's there's always more room um, uh, at, at every level of this industry, because if you're willing to bust your butt and work hard in it, um, even as a solo operator or you're trying to build a big team like like what I did, well, like what I had, there's all kinds of opportunity because Less and less people are going to be doing this chore at their home every year. That's just the trend. Uh, millennials, Gen Z, uh, they, they, they would rather pay for time than, than do these things themselves. I mean, just look how comical it is. All of us are guilty of paying $58 for a hamburger and fries to have it delivered to us. And, and so it's like that's the trend that's going towards, you know, if you're willing to get in there and get your hands dirty, there's all kinds of opportunity in this service industry uh, at every level for, for home services. So, no, it, it's a great way to go from zero to one and, and build your first business. And that's why I tell a lot of uh, new founders, it's like, hey, you've got this big business idea, but maybe let's, let's, let's take five years and run a traditional business, maybe a home cleaning service or something like that. And let's put a wind under our belt, maybe sell that, maybe put a couple hundred grand in the bank. Then let's go after this big $10 million idea. And like, let's start a little small approachable business. Lawn care industry is, is, is a great place to get started. Yeah. You, I mean, at the end of the day, you, I'm, it's stupid easy. They can throw it up on there. And guess what? I can find people in whatever area and you get bids coming in and people, I mean, you guys are, you guys are doing the lead gen. Like that's the hardest part, right? Like, I mean, you, we can traditionally knock on doors, not a problem, but it's like from that's right. A technical right. standpoint, you know, the lawnscaping near me or whatever keywords, I looked up your guys' site. So I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you guys and what you guys are doing from an SEO perspective on the website. I think that's awesome. So what, what role has technology played for you guys? I mean, obviously you guys have built the app. You guys are, you're talking about, you guys are doing coding, all kinds of stuff that probably you never would have guessed probably 20 years ago when you started this or 10 years ago, you started this. Yeah, that's, that is our platform's job is to kind of know the technology, execute on the tech, so contractors don't have to worry about that stuff. So everything from like an SEO strategy where people are looking for a lawn mowing service and they, they green pal pops up as an option for them to consider, you know, a contractor who, who spends their days mowing yards doesn't have the 20 hours a week to dedicate towards an SEO strategy. And so that's our platform's job. Everything from getting them new customers, getting them organized, getting them paid on time, getting them booked again and again and again from a marketing automation standpoint is really our, our job. And in the contractor, their job is just to do a great job mowing yards for their, their clientele. And so it's kind of a symbiotic relationship. And because we have just focused on this one vertical, on this one thing, it's enabled us to build kind of this tailored end-to-end -end experience from homeowner signs up, they get quotes, they, get, they, they hire a great contractor, they come out, do a great job, they get paid the next day, then they get booked again. And if we were kind of doing, you know, like 
all kinds of other verticals like, you know, locksmithing or pressure washing or roofing or home cleaning, we wouldn't have been able to build that end-to-end solution. So looking at this one shore and applying as much technology as we can uh, at it has been able to, uh, has enabled us to, to, to deliver that Uber-like experience. And we're going to keep focusing on this one shore. You know, we've got so much more white space in terms of the lawn care industry. It's a $90 billion industry in the United States, and we're just a drop in the bucket. Yeah, I love that. I mean, what you guys have really done, what I love is that you guys have spent the time to look at what is the headache part, right? Because you understand that because you did it yourself. You had to do lead generation yourself, right? And going, okay, like that's that's what I think people, that's what I think happens with a lot of entrepreneurs is what they miss out on. Like give you an example, like restaurants, you're a chef. So they go, hey, I'm a chef. I make amazing food. All I have to do is open a restaurant and, you know, I'll click the on sign and I'll have 10,000 people come in and then we'll be famous. And it's like, well, you might be great at mowing lawns and you have a certain thing, but getting people in the door and then taking care of accounting and then HR and everything else, like lead generation's hard, right? Like it is not easy. I mean, if it was easy, then we would just all start businesses and make millions of dollars. You guys have taken that headache away. You said, okay, my lawn guy's not going to learn how to do SEO. He doesn't want to build landing pages. He doesn't want to do that. You guys have taken out the headache and said, hey, just be good at what you're good at. That's, that's going to be taking care of lawns, taking care of customer service. We'll take care of the leads, take care of the invoice, and we'll take care of everything. So it's a no-brainer. That's really what you've made. You've made it stupid easy for somebody to start a business, be able to generate leads, and get paid as well. Awesome. So obviously, I think we're all on the same page when it comes to technology and the evolution of the lawn care industry. You guys are a shining example of, hey, if you add technology to uh, an older industry that's usually pin and pad, that you know, good things can happen. But what I did want to talk to you about was what are we looking at in regards to predictions, the future for the lawn care industry? I'm sure you guys are, obviously you guys have, you know, obviously continuously tweaking the app and making it better and bringing more people on and, and, and kind of growing that. But what are, what are the predictions that you see? Yeah, it's, it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger because platforms like ours make it cheaper, quicker, faster, more convenient, more of a no brainer just to have somebody take care of it for you. Uh, but we have, we've done some, some math and by the time a homeowner, uh, gets their own lawnmower, goes to the gas station, puts gas in a, in a, in a jug of gas, brings it back, fills their mower up, mows their own yard, weedies it, blows it. They're making like $6 an hour, uh, versus the cost of paying somebody on green pal and green green pal makes it easier for contractors to, to quote that yard. They don't have to go out and look at it. They save time there. We route it a lot more efficiently throughout their, their routes throughout town. So they save time there. Uh, they don't have to mail you an invoice and, and do bookkeeping at night. So we unlock all these efficiencies where we make it more cost-effective for homeowners. So it's going to get bigger because more people are going to use services to get this done rather than doing it themselves. Whereas, you know, something like, like grass cutting used to be like a premium luxury service, something that people did, you know, as a, as a, as a premium kind of service, but it's, it's, it's now getting to where it's more ubiquitous and 80% of the people that use our platform are more kind of working class folks, people that, that work full-time jobs, but understand that they don't want to spend their weekend doing this chore and then more people are getting into the industry because they would rather be their own boss rather than go work for somebody else. So a lot of trends are, are, are kind of at our back and it's, we see it getting bigger and we see platforms like ours being a part of making it run a lot more efficiently. So it's funny. It's like your one of your quotes was like literally a quote from me. Like my wife would be like, Hey, like, are you going to mow the lawn this weekend? And I'm like, why? Like, why would I mow the lawn when there's somebody else out there that's way better than I am? I've mowed already a thousand lawns when I was younger. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do it again. I have allergies. You know, me and son, like, 
if somebody wants to mow my lawn for 35 or 40 or 50 bucks, that's awesome. Absolutely. Like, why Bring would I, why, yeah. Why would I get in the way of progress? Like to me, yeah. it's like, what do I make an hour compared to, you know, to what they do? And they're going to be a thousand times better at it. They're going to get it they're done in do half an hour job. and it'll take me three hours and I'm going to come in smell like gas. And then you're not going to want to be next to me. And then now you got, you know, like, why? <laughs> like, it's like, I look at like, you know, what is your, the, the, you know, what would it take for somebody else to do it? And the, the money that you're spending on that, like, I don't want to spend my whole weekend cleaning the house. So I have somebody yeah. else that cleans it. Like, why right. would you want to do that? Like I work so hard during the week. I work, you know, 80 hours and I want to come home and do five hours of manual labor to live, like oh, to thanks. live the next 80 years of my life. Like, no, 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 no. There's somebody that's way better than me. And I want to be able to enjoy my life a little bit. Right. And these people, this is their time to work. So, you know, it's, I think it's a win-win. So Brian, this is, this has been awesome. And I, like I said, I knew this was going to be good just because of your background and your, your grind mindset. And, you know, once again, we, we were fellow lawnmowers on different areas, West coast and East coast. Like who knew that we were brothers like that? You know, it's kind of cool to hear. Yeah. So we jump into what we call the fun section, which I always debate that I'd like to think that we had a little bit of fun even before this section, but you know, it's, it's, that's debatable. What, if you weren't in the lawn care industry, what would you be doing for a living? Like, would you even know what to do? Like you, you've literally been in the lawn care industry your whole life, like not your whole life, but ever since you started working. So was, is there anything you said, man, if I wasn't in the lawn care industry, I'd be doing this. What, what, what excites you? You know, uh, I think one of my competitive advantages has been just focusing on one thing and just doing it for a long time. And, and building GreenPal the first several years were, were really, really tough. And I had made kind of a decision that I was just always going to be working on my best idea no matter what. Fortunately, I'm not terribly creative. GreenPal was and is my best idea. And so I've just stuck with this one thing. So no matter what I would be doing, I think I would just go like go in on one idea, one thing. And what I have learned in the last 10 years is that if, if you believe software is going to be around for 100 years, um, which, which I think we all take that bet, that software will, will be in our lives 80 to 100 years from now, well, then we're still like in the first inning. And so I would hope that I would at least have be wise enough to pick something that was technology and software related. Because I think there's all, I think we're just at like still in the first, first stages of, of that shift and, 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 and kind of software eating the world as Mark Andreessen says. So, so that's what I would hope I would have the, the, the common sense to do. Pick, pick something that where I could build technology, build, build software and, and improve people's lives by doing it. So that's what I hope I would do. Love it. I love it. Yeah. No, I, I like the fact you just focus on one thing. I I've always had like ADHD. So I've always had like multiple businesses. I'm not saying that's not the way to go. I'm not saying it is the way to go. There's, there's upsides and downsides, I think, to both. But I, I love it that you just said, hey, this is the goal. It's going to evolve. But this is like my goal. And this is what I want to do. And this is what you've done. So my other, my other fun question for you, if I was to give you $100,000, and that's, that's cash. I mean, we wouldn't even tell the IRS, right? Like we did not earlier, like after the 30 years that I got free cash and didn't pay any taxes. But so if I was to give you 100000 in cash, man, where would you go? Where would, you, where would be your trips? Oh, Wow uh hundred grand so that's a pretty good budget um let's just <laughs> blow it out let's let's blow it out uh probably maldives i'd get i'd get mm. one of those uh i get one of those villas so, that you see on on instagram all the time that's oh, like yeah. 10, 10 grand at night yeah. uh i'll probably go to maldives uh there or now now you got me excited um <laughs> i would probably just go on a rampage all through europe and and just blow it out europe is awesome uh that or or somewhere in latin america 
but I, but, but I, I kind of would, I would like to just rock out one of those uh, villas in the Maldives. Those things yeah. are so cool. We, we, if I had a dollar for every time my wife sent me one of those, oh, look at Turks and Caicos, <laughs> look at Maldives. I actually had long, this is about two years ago before COVID, I had a speaking event right in, um, it was at in uh, Sri Lanka, which I didn't even know Maldives nice. was like literally an hour from her. And the hotel yeah. chain I was working for was the biggest one in Sri Lanka actually had a hotel They're like oh yeah you could have gone to that hotel we let you stay for free i didn't even know i was that close that's how oh wow i was i was almost in the maldives for free it was like oh but anyways here in the next year or so after a little more speaking event so what would be what is your superpower as a serial entrepreneur what do you what do you think and i i think you said it was kind of your ability to focus in on one thing and just grind hard yeah yeah my superpower is consistency it's just it's just showing up day in day out doing the small stuff uh not losing sight of what's important, not, not doing the things that don't matter, focusing on one or two things at a time, knocking them out and then moving on and, and doing it for a long period of time. You know, it's nothing, it's nothing fancy. It's like the, the American football's analogy. It's the running game. You know, there's no long passes downfield. There never has been in my entrepreneurial journey, 20, 22 years, two businesses from scratch, both of them, eight figures. I've never taken any long shots downfield. It's always been a grind. And I guess that's my superpower. Love that. Yeah. I mean, you understand it's going to be the, the, a long, because most people don't, most people think, Oh, it's a year or two years. And you're like, no, nah, I'm willing to put in some time and effort. And it might be five years. It might be 10 years, but I'm willing to like grind forward and make that happen. So I think the, the big question here is if, if anybody wants to get in contact with you, like how can they get in contact with you? What's the website? How do they want to reach out to you? How do they sign up if they're want to get their lawns done or if they're on the other side, they want to you know start their own business in the lawn care industry? Yeah. Time, like you said earlier, time's time, you know, life's too short to mow your own grass. So just download Green Pal in the app store or play store. Or if you want to get started in the lawn business, you can go to greenpal.com, scroll down to the bottom and apply. And then anybody who wants to hit me up personally, you can hit me up on Instagram, Brian M. Clayton. Just drop me a DM there. That's awesome. Listeners, thank you for tuning in. We are one of the top 33 business podcasts on iTunes. Subscribe and share so we can make it to the top of the list. Next time, we'll talk to another marketing expert. Stay tuned for expert tips on various marketing and business growth-related topics. 